Hanukkah, the Jewish festival of lights, the triumph of light over darkness. Today, experience the miracle of Hanukkah and what it means to you as a Christian on Jewish Voice. I've been sharing uh, all this week on the Feast of Hanukkah, also known as the Feast of Dedication or the Festival of Lights. I talk about the history of Hanukkah, which incidentally isn't found in the Old Testament, but is celebrated by Yeshua in the New Testament. I, I talk about the uh, event uh, that comm we commemorated Hanukkah, which is the rededication of the temple. This took place during the intertestamental period, uh, which is the gap between the completion of the Old Testament or what we Jews call the Jewish scriptures of the Tanakh, and the codifying of the Brit Hadashah, or the New Testament. And it's a wonderful celebration of God's supernatural deliverance of the people of Israel from the hands of the Syrians under a terrible ruler, an antichrist named Antiochus Epiphanes, which means uh, God. He declared himself to be God desecrated the temple, and the temple was rededicated. And two great miracles that I talk about, uh, first of all, is the supernatural victory over the Syrians uh, through a guerrilla army known as the Maccabees. And it was really, truly miraculous. If you want to read the story, you read the four book of Maccabees and the Apocrypha. It's a great uh, history of the Jewish people. And the other miracle is the miracle of the oil. When they dedicated the temple, or rather rededicated the temple, uh, they only found enough oil for one day, and it lasted for eight days. It was a great miracle. And on the dreidel, which is one of the games we play, we have four Hebrew letters that remind us, Neskadol HaYasham, a great miracle happened there. Now, in Israel, we say, Po, here. But in America, we say, a great miracle happened there. And we spin it, and uh, we, we win chocolates. It was a lot of fun as a kid. I'm going to take this one home to play with my kids. But um, we remember the oil, the miracle of the oil, and of course oil is symbolic of anointing. The second thing I talked about is the Shamish uh, candle. We have the, this beautiful Hanukkah, and you'll notice it's nine branches rather than seven. That's because it commemorates the miracle of the eight days of Hanukkah. We light a different branch or a different candle every day, but this one has nine. There's eight days the ninth is the shamash in the middle on this one, and it's the servant candle. Shamash means servant that actually lights all the others. And Yeshua is the greatest servant that ever came into the world. By dying on the cross, by humbling himself and dying on the cross, he becomes the, the greatest that every knee should bow and tongue confess that he is Lord. He becomes the, the exalted one but it's because of his service, his servanthood, and he encourages his disciples, he encourages us to be servants. He encourages us to be light. Just be, as he's lit in us, the light of the world has woken us up and made us a light. We're to be a light set on a hill. And so those two themes uh, come out at Hanukkah. They, they, they connect Hanukkah to every follower of the Messiah who's called to be a servant and called to be light. And uh, you see also behind me these stones. These represent the stones, the desecrated stones uh, of the temple 
uh, that were set aside. And here's the dilemma. Let me let me go back to the context first of all. Uh, I said that in the in the uh, scriptures we we find the feast of dedication not in the Old Testament, but interestingly enough in the New Testament. It mentions very clearly in John chapter 10 verse 22 that the feast of dedication or the festival of dedication was taking place in Jerusalem and it was winter. That's because Hanukkah takes place during the month of Keslev, uh, which is the winter time, and Jesus was in the temple courts on the Feast of Dedication. What was he celebrating? He was celebrating the Feast of Dedication. And it specifically mentions in verse 23 that he was standing in the area known as Solomon's Colonnade, or it's also referred to as Solomon's porch. And you can see this on the screen, a series of pillars. And, and the temple, uh, which is a pattern of the tabernacle, was three compartments. I know that many of you are familiar with this. There was the Holy of Holies, where the high priest went only once a year. That was actually the temple itself. And that was divided into a holy place where you have the different uh, uh, elements of the of the tabernacle and then the temple, the altar of incense and the menorah and the table of showbread, and that's in the holy place. And outside of that, you have a outer court where the children of Israel would, would worship, and only the children of Aaron would then go any further. And Solomon's colonnade, if you look now at the picture, was on the, the outer corner of the what was the temple in Jerusalem. And it was, it was sort of an out-of-the-way place. It wasn't in the center of things. And according to the traditions of the rabbis, these stones were piled up, the stones from Hanukkah, from the rededication of the temple. And here's the dilemma. The dilemma was that you have these stones that were part of the Holy of Holies. And they are holy. They were part of the holy place, and yet they, they, they had been defiled by Antiochus Epiphanes, who had sacrificed pigs and actually put the blood of the pigs on the stones. And so what do you do? The dilemma now is they're holy, but they're profaned. They're holy, but they have been, uh, they, they have been, uh, there's been an abomination. So they have been uh, uh, desecrated. And what do we do? And so the... The, the, the leaders of Israel that dedicated the temple decided we'll put them over in a corner. We don't want to throw them out. I don't know how you throw out a stone like this, but you, you, you will pile them up and we'll wait for the Messiah because the Messiah will be able to tell us whether we keep them or get rid of them. That's the, that's the tradition. And it's very possible that Yeshua was not only standing in Solomon's colonnade, but he was actually standing next to this pile of stones, holy but profane, holy but desecrated. And could that have been the context for what comes next in John chapter 10? It says, the Jews who were there gathered around him saying, how long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. In other words, that may have been the context for this question. We have these stones. They've been sitting here now 200 years, and we want to know what to do with them. If you are the Messiah, 
tell us what to do. It's an interesting idea, isn't it? So these stones could have been the context for this question. Are you the Messiah? And if you are, tell us what to do with the stones. We have to take a break. When we come back, questions that uh, many of you have asked us about Hanukkah. We'll be right back. Here at Jewish Voice, we are dedicated to proclaiming the gospel, the good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is the Messiah, to the Jew first and also to the nations. One key way we do this is by providing humanitarian aid to some of the neediest people in the world. In helping them, we share God's love and the good news of Yeshua, Jesus. Today, Jewish Voice is urgently preparing to bring life-saving medical aid to a poor community in Tachgayat, Ethiopia, the Beta Israel, a faithful and forgotten people who have been practicing ancient Jewish customs for hundreds of years. We need your help to make this vital life-saving outreach possible. Will you be a blessing to these wonderful people and the thousands of others in desperate need? The elderly, children, infants, and toddlers could die for lack of basic medical care. You can help save lives, but we must act now. Call or click right now to help us save lives. And with your gift of any amount, We'll say thank you by sending you a life-transforming devotional by Rabbi Jonathan Burnus, confessing the Hebrew scriptures. Adonai Hu Shalom, the Lord is peace. This book will teach you how to gain peace in your life, free from anxiety, worry, and fear by confessing the Hebrew scriptures, all without any training or previous knowledge of the Hebrew language. Along with this book, we also want you to have this informative mini book by Rabbi Jonathan Burnus. Hanukkah, Feast of Dedication. You'll learn the significance of Hanukkah and what believers should know about this Jewish holiday. If God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $125 or more today to help bless some of the neediest people on earth, we'll send you all of the gifts just mentioned and this specially designed Yeshua menorah. This decorative piece features a cityscape of the holy city, Jerusalem, and is inscribed with the name Yeshua. It serves as a great reminder that Jesus came as a light unto the world and that he will one day return to Jerusalem. We also want you to have this keepsake replica of an antique clay oil lamp. Similar to the lamps used during Jesus' time on earth, this serves as a powerful reminder that your support of Jewish voice helps shine the light of Yeshua throughout the world. This lamp also comes with this anointing oil from the Holy Land, infused with myrrh and frankincense. You can use it to minister healing prayer and blessings to those you love. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people, to share a gift in support of this humanitarian aid, and to help countless others around the globe. Please call or click now. And remember, your generous gift will make you a part of providing life-saving medical help to some of the neediest people on earth. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call or click right now. I'm asked a lot of questions around the holiday season about Hanukkah, and today I thought that I'd answer a few questions. Is Hanukkah the biggest Jewish holiday, or are there other holidays equally as important? Well, there's a few answers if you ask a kid, a Jewish kid, they're going to tell you Hanukkah is the most important because that's when I get eight days of presents. But of course, Hanukkah uh, is not one of the biblical feasts that we find 
in the Torah. In Leviticus chapter 23, there's a cycle of annual feasts, and according to Scripture, these are the feasts that are to be celebrated. The Lord has commanded us to celebrate, and of course, I'm talking about Shabbat, which is weekly, and then Passover, which is the watershed event in the history of Israel and in redemptive history outside of the Messiah, the redemption out of Egypt, and then what we call the high holidays, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, and then uh, ultimately Sukkot, uh, finishing the year. These were commanded celebrations. Hanukkah is sort of extra biblical, but it's an important celebration that remembers God's supernatural deliverance uh, from the uh, the Syrians. So it's not one of the most important, but it's sure a lot of fun and worth remembering. The next question, I'm a Christian. Why should I be interested in Hanukkah? And I've spent the week answering that question. So I encourage you to go on our website and to look at the past programs. The whole theme of the oil, the miraculous uh, expanding of the oil uh, is an important uh, I think an important theme that Yeshua uh, exemplifies uh, in being uh, the anointed one. Uh, light is another important theme at Hanukkah, and Yeshua is the light of the world, and we're called to be uh, light in him. And then the, the whole uh, theme of dedication or rededication, we're the temple of the Holy Spirit, and the rededication, the daily rededication of our life to the Lord. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. All of these things are embodied in Hanukkah, and I think it's a really important uh, celebration because Messiah is at the center of it all. He's at the center of all of the feasts, all of the festivals, and they're not the feasts of Israel. They're not the celebrations of the Jewish people. They're the feasts of the Lord. They're the celebrations of the Lord, and that's why I think uh, Hanukkah and all of the other celebrations of Israel are important to every follower of the Jewish Messiah, Jesus, Yeshua. Why is Hanukkah eight days? Well, again, I covered that. It's about the miracle of the oil, and God uh, expanded the oil, which was enough for one day to last for eight and uh, we celebrated for eight days to remember the miracle of the oil. Neskadol Hayashem, a great miracle happened there, or in Israel, when we're in Israel, Neskadol Po, a great miracle happened here. The next question uh, is, why does one menorah have seven candles while the other has nine? And I also went into that in the teaching over the week. You can look at that online. We have here the Hanukkah, the nine-branched menorah, uh, eight days of, of Hanukkah, and the Shamash, the servant candle that lights the others. This is different than, than the menorah in the ancient temple and earlier in the tabernacle, which commemorated the seven days of creation. The Lord creates the world in six and rests the seventh day. There are two different menorahs. The menorah and the Hanukkah. So don't get those confused. They both have different meaning. I think we have time for maybe one or two more questions. The next question I've been asked often is, do Jews celebrate Christmas? Do they believe in the birth of Christ? Now that's a bit of more, <laughs> that's a bit of a challenging question because uh, there's not one view in Judaism. As a general rule, Americans have 
all celebrated Christmas, uh, but in ways that are not biblical ways. Everybody's shopping and everybody, it's a festive time, which I think has a good side and bad side. Jewish, the Jewish community in general has not embraced Jesus as Messiah or recognizes his redemptive position in God's plan. So another question that I'm asked often is whether uh, Jewish people celebrate Christmas and whether they recognize the birth of the Messiah. Well, historically, many Jewish people believe that Jesus was a real person who lived, who was born. And of course, Christmas permeates American culture. But as a whole, Jewish people, other than Messianic Jews who do recognize Jesus as the Messiah and commemorating his birth, Jewish people, as a, as a general rule, do not embrace him as Messiah yet. But the scripture says that the day will come where well, the blindness will fully come off of the eyes of the Jewish people and they will know him. They will all know him from the least to the greatest. And that's what we're about at Jewish Voice. We're about sharing the reason for the season and why the birth of the Messiah and the life and ultimately the sacrificial death of Yeshua is so important. One last question. Uh, that's all we have time for. Uh, is there anything offensive about sending your Jewish friend a holiday card? Absolutely not. And I would look for a creative card. Uh, there's cards that the Messianic Jewish Movement now uh, uh, prints that use Hanukkah and Christmas to share the gospel. So it's not offensive at all. Uh, it's very meaningful to reach out to a Jewish friend or family member or coworker. And I really encourage you to do that because in closing, Hanukkah is about light and you've been called to be a light. So that Jewish person in your life is not there by accident. I, I have to go. We're out of time. On behalf of all of us at Jewish Voice, I want to wish you a very, very happy Hanukkah and holiday season. Here at Jewish Voice, we are dedicated to proclaiming the gospel, the good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is the Messiah, to the Jew first and also to the nations. One key way we do this is by providing humanitarian aid to some of the neediest people in the world. In helping them, we share God's love and the good news of Yeshua, Jesus. Today, Jewish Voice is urgently preparing to bring life-saving medical aid to a poor community in Tachgayat, Ethiopia, the Beta Israel, a faithful and forgotten people who have been practicing ancient Jewish customs for hundreds of years. We need your help to make this vital life-saving outreach possible. Will you be a blessing to these wonderful people and the thousands of others in desperate need? The elderly, children, infants, and toddlers could die for lack of basic medical care. You can help save lives, but we must act now. Call or click right now to help us save lives. And with your gift of any amount, we'll say thank you by sending you a life-transforming devotional by Rabbi Jonathan Burness, confessing the Hebrew scriptures. Adonai Hu Shalom. The Lord is peace. This book will teach you how to gain peace in your life, free from anxiety, worry, and fear by confessing the Hebrew scriptures, all without any training or previous knowledge of the Hebrew language. Along with this book, we also want you to have this informative mini book by Rabbi Jonathan Burness, Hanukkah, Feast of Dedication. You'll learn the significance of Hanukkah and what believers should know about this Jewish holiday. If God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $125 or more today to help bless some of the neediest people on earth, 
we'll send you all of the gifts just mentioned and this specially designed Yeshua menorah. This decorative piece features a cityscape of the holy city, Jerusalem, and is inscribed with the name Yeshua. It serves as a great reminder that Jesus came as a light unto the world and that he will one day return to Jerusalem. We also want you to have this keepsake replica of an antique clay oil lamp. Similar to the lamps used during Jesus' time on earth, this serves as a powerful reminder that your support of Jewish voice helps shine the light of Yeshua throughout the world. This lamp also comes with this anointing oil from the Holy Land, infused with myrrh and frankincense. You can use it to minister healing prayer and blessings to those you love. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people, to share a gift in support of this humanitarian aid, and to help countless others around the globe, please call or click now. And remember, your generous gift will make you a part of providing life-saving medical help to some of the neediest people on earth. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call or click right now. I want to show you a tribe now in Zimbabwe called the Lemba. Listen to this, it's amazing. For 2,500 years, they've retained Old Testament traditions and rituals. Amazing. Recently, we held an incredible outreach to provide these people with medical care, dental care, eyeglasses, even eye surgeries, but most importantly, the gospel. And so many lives were changed. Many of you helped to make that possible. Take a look. In one of the most remote areas of southern Zimbabwe, a team of 51 volunteers were joined by 120 national workers, and together they just finished one of the most challenging and rewarding Jewish voice outreaches to date. In a week full of both work and ministry, the Lord's hand was clearly seen as Jewish voice conducted its very first medical outreach to the impoverished Lemba Jewish community. We've seen children who, who couldn't speak, they couldn't hear, they, they were, they, they couldn't do anything. I, I'm shocked. And then, and then they can speak and, and they can hear and they can say their names. Babies that, that there was this 18 month old baby that, that couldn't even stand up or sit up, nothing. And, and then it had uh, witchcraft bracelets on its wrist. They were cut off and the baby sat up immediately. I mean, <laughs> eyes, eyes to see with adults. I've seen so many miracles. I, my heart is, is just filling up. I, I'm, I'm forever going to be changed over this entire experience. It's the best thing that has ever happened to me. In the afternoon, I was starting to feel pretty tired. My compassion level for patients was dropping. And all of a sudden, the nurse came into my room and said, can you see this patient outside? And I said, feeling tired, well, can't, can't they carry the patient into my room? And she's like, well, she looks pretty sick. So I, I went outside and I go up to this cart that is being drawn by two donkeys, near death look on this young female who is dying from AIDS. And I find out that she's come eight kilometers to seek help. And it was kind of like a slap upside my head because two minutes before that, I'm in my, my room 
feeling sorry for myself. And that was just God saying, how do you feel now? And I, I, I didn't know what to do. I see a dying woman and I can't help her. But as a man of God, I can share love. I can show compassion. And that's not easy for me to do, but God working through me made it very easy. The Lord is looking down on this with favor and he's looking down on this that he loves culture and he loves diversity. And uh, I had such a warm, wonderful feeling that uh, the Lemba here are very gentle and loving people and that the Lord has not forgotten them and that they have retained as much as they possibly can of their culture and of their, um, of their Jewishness. We would love to have you join us on one of our next medical outreaches. You can really make a difference in people's lives. For more information, uh, you can call 800-299-9374 or go to jewishvoice.tv. Again, the number is 800-299-9374 or go to jewishvoice.tv. Imagine celebrating the miraculous power of the Passover against the breathtaking backdrop of the sparkling Eastern Caribbean Sea on board a luxurious Royal Caribbean cruise ship. Rejoice at the Messianic Passover Seder led by Rabbi Jonathan Burness, remembering God's mighty hand delivered the Jewish people from bondage. Worship because the miracle held a mystery revealed and completed in Yeshua, Jesus, the Passover lamb, and ultimate sacrifice for our sins. This is the Jewish Voice seven-day Passover cruise on the turquoise waters of the Eastern Caribbean and the enchanting white sand islands of St. Martin, St. Thomas, and Nassau, Bahamas. You don't want to miss the beauty, worship, and celebration as we share the mystery and the miracle of the Passover on the seas. Join Jonathan Burness and Jewish Voice April 16th through 23rd, 2016. Cabin Space is limited. Book now for the best rooms and rates. Call or click today. Thank you so much for watching today. And as we close out the show today, I want to remind you to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Psalm 122.6 says, may they who love you prosper. So if you want to prosper, pray for Israel. They need our prayers. Well, until next time, I'm Jonathan Burnus saying shalom and God bless you. Since 1967, Jewish Voice has provided humanitarian aid around the world while proclaiming the good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is Messiah and Savior to the Jew first and also to the nations. 
Jewish Voice has demonstrated God's love by providing medical care, eye care, and dental care, all free of charge, to some of the most impoverished people in the world. Your faithful support makes all of this possible. So please partner with us. Your generous gift helps transform lives by sharing God's love with those who desperately need it. Just call, click, or write. Thank you, and pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper that love thee.